It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The NBA draft is right around the corner, and it's now time to dive into one of my favorite draft prospects, Isaiah Todd of G League Ignite, how I think that Isaiah Todd can be the biggest steal of this upcoming NBA draft. How does he fit with the Thunder? What kind of impact will he have on this roster right away? His strengths, his weaknesses, and so much more, all coming up on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, your daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team's every day. I am your host and site expert over at thundersintentions.com, media member for your Oklahoma City Thunder, Ryland Styles. You can follow me over on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, we have another 2021 NBA draft profile and projection giving you all you need to know about a possible Thunder prospect. Today's prospect brought to you by our live NBA draft show is Isaiah Todd. The live NBA draft show, folks, is going to be special. The NBA draft goat, Chad Ford, locked on NBA draft host, Raphael Barlow, and locked on NBA host, John Corrales, will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's the Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. It's live on YouTube, locked on NBA's YouTube page. Go subscribe this moment right now. That way you're ready to go because you're going to get great and local analysis from our local experts on every single pick. You will not want to miss this at all. It's going to be very special. Follow Locked on NBA on YouTube today and watch our live draft coverage starting July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. This is going to be a live studio show, folks. We've got a whole studio. Chad's going to be in there. Uh, Barlow's going to be in there. Corrales is going to be in there. You will not want to miss it. It's going to be a great production. It's going to be awesome. Go check that out and watch the draft live with us on YouTube. I'll hop in there every time that the Thunder make a pick or a trade. I'll be in there talking Thunder basketball as well. You do not want to miss that special, special event. 
So today's show, again, Isaiah Todd, NBA Draft Profile, one of my favorite draft profiles we have done so far. I am certainly a fan of Isaiah Todd. I've had him in my top 30 all year throughout this entire process, and now he's finally getting that kind of buzz that he should get. So when you look at Isaiah Todd, he is 6'8", 219, has a 7'1 wingspan. It makes him a very versatile player, that wingspan. He's 19 years old. He will be 20 when the season gets started uh, in October. Of course, he's from the G League Ignite, and he's a great floor spacer. At 6'8", 7'1", wingspan, he's a very good floor spacer. He shot really well from beyond the arc, 36% from beyond the arc for his size. When you look at Isaiah Todd, that floor spacing and all his attributes that he has right now, you can see why he's kind of the perfect mix of NBA ready. He can play tomorrow in the NBA as he played in the G League and everything else. But also, he has tremendous upside. And to me, I'm not sure why it took so long to get the draft buzz on to Isaiah Todd because you have the upside, to me, without the bust factor. Obviously, every single player can bust out of the league. Even Cade Cunningham, hypothetically, there's a way that he gets hurt or that whatever happens, he busts out of the NBA. But realistically speaking here, Cade's not going to bust out of the NBA. I don't think Isaiah Todd will bust either. I think that Isaiah Todd will be at least a good contributor and has the chance to be a lot better than that in the NBA. So I'm not sure why his climb took so long, but it certainly has happened now that he's had workouts and he's had interviews and things like that. Uh, he, he certainly climbed up to where I'd be stunned if he does slip out of that first round. He averaged 12 points per game last year, almost five rebounds per game last year. Again, shot 36% from beyond the arc, 82% from the free throw line, nearly a block and assist per game in the G League Ignite system. Isaiah Todd also told me that he has met with the Thunder, and so obviously the Thunder have shown a little interest in him if they've met with him and things like that uh, and everything that progresses with meeting with a prospect. The strengths and the weaknesses of Isaiah Todd's game. Number one strength is his shooting. At his size, it's a massive one that he's such a good catch-and-shoot shooter. Because imagine SGA, who just lives in the paint and lives with one foot in the paint at least, and it just is an amazing, one of the best in the league at driving and kicking. That's just, the numbers back it up. He's one of the best in the league at the drive and kick. Kicking it out to Isaiah Todd, who has such a great athletic ability to then take a player off the dribble and go to the rim or knock down a three. It just opens up so much for the offense because he's a really good catch-and-shoot shooter. But he also is comfortable shooting the ball off of screens and creating for himself off of isolation, off the dribble. Like He is comfortable shooting it in any facet, which is a big deal. Because a guy like JT Thor, for example, might have shooting upside at his size, but he has not shown any ability to shoot while being mobile, while coming off the screen or dribbling or anything like that. So like the fact that Todd could progress into a mobile three-point shooter is fascinating for his development because he could be a very good ISO scorer because he has that unpredictability. Not only can he knock down threes on the catch and shoot, but he's a very strong finisher. He can use his body, take contact, get to the free throw line, knock down free throws, and also create highlight plays of dunking on folks. So like he's a really good driver. Uh, he can also drive with the ball in his hands. He doesn't have to get set up with a cut, uh, although he can also cut without the ball. Like He can just do things in a multitude of ways to where if he adds a nice mid-range game and he polishes up his three-point shooting and gets even better than 36%, he can truly be a three-level score. Because while he can he can bully you, so to say, 
with his driving ability, take you off the dribble, and then dunk on you. He can also pull up with a floater because he has that soft touch thanks to his shooting stroke of the three-point line and the free throw percentages. He has a lot of tools in his arsenal that he can go to. I think that it makes him unpredictable, and it and it really keeps the defense off balance because if you go crash to stop his three, obviously he's just going to dribble around you and go to the rim. If you rotate over quickly enough and he can't dunk on you, he can just pull up for a floater. It's like, how, how, do you, how are you going to pick your poison there when defending Isaiah Todd? We'll see how that actually does translate to the NBA. Uh, but it's a good sign to me that he's such a uh, unpredictable player where he's not just going to be boxed into one thing and then defenses can game plan for that one thing. There's not one thing that you can take away from him because he's also a really good playmaker. For his size, to be able to have that ISO ability to be a scorer, but also have great vision and a good understanding of where everyone should be on a certain play, it makes him have a keen first readability where he's just great at knowing where the ball should be. The ball does not necessarily stick to him whenever he gets the ball thrown his way. He can dump it off. He can kick it out. He, he can do a lot of things. Now, he's not going to blow you away. He's not going to be your, your lead playmaker. He's not going to be somebody who brings the ball to the floor and is your point guard. But he can be a guy that facilitates an offense through the post, that can swing the ball around the perimeter, that can just do the simple things and be able to make that first read very well. And so that adds to that unpredictability factor that adds to defenses not being able to truly lock him down. And it adds to his ability to impact the game in more than one ways on the offensive end. And he's super fast, athletic at 6'8 and 7'1. Those measurements should lead you to believe that with some effort and getting a tad bigger and bulkier to shut down fives, he could theoretically switch one through five. And Mark has been incredible as a head coach, although be it small sample size, it's a one-year sample, blah, blah, blah. He's been incredible at getting players to progress on that end of the floor. So you're going to get a guy who can possibly switch one through five, switch one through four, who can knock down threes, who can drive hard to their lane, hit floaters, dunk on you, a, a nice facilitator who can make a great first read. You're going to get all of that in this 6-8-7-1 wingspan, you know, 2-18, body at 20 years old with a team, hypothetically with the Thunder, that have, that have the minutes to give him, that have the time and the effort to, to instill in him and to develop him. It has potential to be something awesome. And we'll talk about his floor and his ceiling coming up, but the floor is not that low. The floor is pretty high but his ceiling is also very high. We'll talk about his weaknesses that he has to work on coming up uh, and also his fit with the Thunder, where he's going to be mocked at, uh, ceiling and floor, NBA comps, all that fun stuff is all coming up. But I do want to tell you right now, but our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago, you could have gone to rockauto.com and find all the parts your car would ever need at rockauto.com. Listen, my favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know absolutely nothing about cars. Not a single thing. But I don't have to know anything about cars. What do I have to know, you ask? Well, I have to know my make, my model, my year. That seems simple enough. Just those three things. And whenever I do that, I put it into their website, which is very easy to navigate. I put it in there. They only spit back things to me that are compatible with my vehicle. That way... 
I don't waste time, effort, nor money on parts I cannot use, parts I do not need. It takes the stress away from shopping for car parts because otherwise I'd have no idea what would fit on my car and what's best used for my car. It makes the process so easy and so, so, so cheap because they do not upcharge you the way that dealerships do or the way that local auto parts stores do. Listen, there's no reason to go out there to a local auto parts store because what you're going to do, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to the process to you. This is what you're going to do. Get in your car right now. You're going to drive there, however far away it is. Park. Walk in. You're going to peruse around the store like an idiot for five or ten minutes because you act like you know what you're looking for. You don't know what you're looking for at all. You're going to go to the counter, talk to the person at the counter, say, hey, look, this is what's happening. They're going to look in the back. They're going to tell you, at least, that they looked in the back. They're going to go back there, text on their phone a few minutes, and then come back to you and say, hey, we don't have it. Let me order online for you. And then they're going to upcharge you for ordering it online. Listen, you can do that yourself at home right now. And whatever you're doing at home right now, you can open up your laptop or phone. Just type in rockauto.com, right? Whenever you go there, tell them Lockdown sent you. Anyhow, did you hear about a box? And they'll know what to do from there. Rockauto.com, amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Again, tell them Lockdown sent you. Anyhow, did you hear about a box? The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Do not forget to go check out the live NBA Draft Show on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That's, of course, 6 Central Time, if you didn't know the time zones. Also, go check out thunderousintentions.com. I've also wrote an article about Isaiah Todd over there that you can go check out. Let's get into Isaiah Todd's weaknesses in this draft. Number one for me, and the most the most important one to me, is his rebounding. At 6'8", with a 7'1 wingspan, he just kind of hangs out and chills on the perimeter. Like, as plays are ending, as shots go up, he's just kind of looking, kind of just sitting there, standing there. Uh, and, and the question that teams have to find out is, is that a product of Brian Shaw's system? Is that a product of the G League Ignite system? Or... Is that just Isaiah Todd not wanting to go in there and crash the boards? Because at his size, with his leaping ability and his ability to just be athletic, he should be a good rebounder the same way that Baisley's a great one. Like He should, he and Baisley should be really good rebounders, and Baisley is. But I, I, I wonder why his rebounding numbers are not where they're supposed to be. Now, look, he was one of the guys that did not get um, enough minutes. And, and I've talked glowingly about Coach Shaw uh, for, for this entire entire process of of the G League Ignite. I think he's going to be a really good coach one day. I think that he had a, a good system with the Ignite. But it, it was a tough balancing act, right, of, of trying to trying to get Jalen Green in there, trying to get Kaminga in there. But also, they were playing a ton of NBA veterans. They were playing a ton of veterans um, that were like Jared Jack and, and players like that that needed time as well. So balancing how do you how do you play these 18-year-old, 19-year-olds, but also how do you play um, – you know, these veterans, and what's the perfect mix there. It's a tough job to have, but Isaiah Todd was one of the uh, kind of casualties of that. He did average 20, uh, 24 minutes per game. His per 36 numbers, uh, though, had seven rebounds per game comparatively to his almost five rebounds per game uh, for his actual raw totals. So I just wonder, for him, 
is it a is it a factor of not wanting to crash the boards? Is it a factor of Coach Shaw saying, hey, you know what? Stay back. We're going to go crash the boards. And if we get one, we'll be able to kick it back out to you and you knock down the, the shot. Kind of what goes into that lack of rebounding, the uh, lack of rebounding numbers for Isaiah Todd. That, that's the question that I would most have for this prospect if I was an NBA evaluator or GM. And the fact that that's his biggest glaring weakness to me is a good sign that you, that you're really concerned about his his five rebounds per game. <laughs> I think that that would be a good sign for him. Uh, the switchability factor we mentioned before. Isaiah Todd struggled guarding bigs in the G League, which is a good barometer and a good measuring stick of bigs in the NBA. You know, just size wise and and the smarts of knowing post moves and understanding how to how to bait young players and things like that. College bigs sometimes don't have that ability. The G League guys certainly do, and so going up against G League players was actually good for Todd to, to see how he stacks up against uh, you know NBA caliber uh, of players. And so when you look at the bigs, yes, they did they did take advantage of him a bit down low. To me, that means he's not going to switch right away, one through five, but he does have that potential. And if he only switches one through four for the, his career, that, that'd still be a very good, useful tool for a defender. But I think that there could be something more to that in a couple of years. But yes, he did struggle going to the five spot. Again, going to the five would really only be in certain matchups where he can play small ball five as the league kind of trends that way in certain moments and certain times, you know, again, that rocket series, if he progresses to the point where we wanted him to in that rocket series, he would have been big last year, but that basically should have been playing small ball five last year. Whenever basically did play small ball five last year against the Rockets, or I guess now two years ago, um, he, he would have been phenomenal. And he was phenomenal whenever he got the opportunity to play small ball five. But to me, those are the two weaknesses because yes, he did take bad shots. And that's kind of the red flag that a lot of people are looking at because when you go watch, you're seeing these bad opportunities. You have to put those into context, though. The same way we do for college kids about turnovers. Here's a player in Isaiah Todd who is going this untraditional route where we're all unsure how they're going to evaluate you from the G League standpoint. We're, we're unsure what the plateaus you need to hit are, what the numbers you need to hit are. We're unsure what any valuable measuring stick will be for prospects in the G League Ignite system and in the G League as a whole. So we're unsure of all of that. You just saw that on a drop of the hat in a moment's notice, you can see the workout process, the combine process. You can see all these things get ripped away from players. The way that it hurt so many 2020 prospects. Look at how many players have, have risen from the second round to the first round or risen from being undrafted unknowns into solidified second round talents and solidified draft radar guys. In this short process, that got stolen away from everybody in 2020. Like, yes, they had virtual workouts and they had certain aspects of it. It was not the same whatsoever, and it really hurt a lot of players. So, so you're seeing all of that, that it could happen to you. It could happen again. Like, it, we're not out of the clear of this whole thing at the time that the season was starting in the bubble. You're in this bubble, and you've gone from 40 or however many games that you're going to have, 50, 60, whatever, in the G League that you signed up for, and now you have 15. You have 15 games that you can control for sure that can prove to NBA teams that you're worth a selection. And when Isaiah Todd signed up the Ignite team, it was it was headline news. It was it was everywhere. It was the news because he was such a talented high school product that he should be drafted in the lottery. He should be drafted in the top 10. And so you have. Only a handful of games to prove that. 
And then you're also battling for minutes. You're battling Jarrett Jack and other veterans for minutes on that roster. Not to mention your fellow prospects, Jalen Green, Kaminga, Dacia Nix. And so whenever he did get minutes, yes, he forced some shots. Yes, he took some ill-advised shots. But I think that just as those turnovers kind of go, go down naturally, as college kids get better spacing, get better offensive systems, I think that the bad shots will go down naturally for Isaiah Todd as he gets more comfortable, as he takes that, that deep breath of just saying, okay, I've made it, I'm here, I know what I can do, I know my minutes per game, I know everything about my situation now, nothing's going to pop up out of nowhere. And so I think that that allows him to not settle for bad shots and, and say, you know what, let me pass this ball off to Shea. Let me relocate off ball. Let me do all these things instead of, I've got to shoot. Whenever I get the ball, I've got to shoot. I've got to find a way to get the ball in the hole. I've got to find a way to make an impact and highlight play. Like taking that pressure off of him, I think, will be good for his shot selection. But we will certainly see how Isaiah Todd progresses throughout this process of the NBA draft and the NBA career that he's going to have ahead of him. I really like him. Again, he's been in my top 30 all year long. Uh, these weaknesses do not scare me whatsoever about uh, his ability to to play in the NBA. And I'm just happy for him that he's finally getting that recognition and that, and that kind of boost up the big boards of, of now you're seeing him mock sometimes in the first round. He was also a great guy to talk to throughout the year. I mean, again, I got to cover the G League Ignite team. I got to be in those Zoom meetings and and be in uh, you know those practices that were virtual practices that they had. I got to be in all those things. He's a great person. He's a great player. And I think he'll be really good in the NBA. Now, coming up, we'll talk about his ceiling, his floor, his availability, and how he fits with the Oklahoma City Thunder. But first, I want to say right now, about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can track the action at BetOnline.ag, get the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news Sign up bonuses and contest, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance right now to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff run. Head over to the website or even use your mobile device and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. But online, you're online. Sportbook experts. Make sure you use our code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. A 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. Whenever you use our code locked on, you can bet on the Olympics coming up as Team USA tips off this weekend. In basketball, and of course, every other uh, event at the Olympics is going on right now. So make sure you go bet on that as well as baseball. And you can bet on even NBA future bets. Like they already have championship odds out for next year's championship. You can also bet on prop bets such as player movement, which I think is very interesting. You can bet on things like Ben Simmons moving teams, what team will he go to whenever he does move teams. You can even bet on the NBA draft. Well, Singoon go higher or lower than 12 and a half in terms of the pick slot. Where will he go in this draft? You can bet on all those things at betonline.ag. Use our code locked on at betonline.ag for a 50% welcome bonus. But online, you're online. Sportbook experts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
We are back on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to say right now about our good friends over at the Locked On Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from the, from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, the Odyssey NBA experts like the White Mamba, Brian Scalabrini, and former GM Ryan McDonough. Our local NBA experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. Odyssey is your audio home for sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can go listen right now to all of my episodes on the Ultimate Mock Draft with the Thunder. Uh, our, our draft has wrapped up. The Odyssey will continue throughout this week, Thursday and Friday. You can go back and listen to my trades I made, the draft picks I made, and uh, either love it or hate it. I will say the NBA experts loved it, so I, I'm feeling pretty good about it <laughs> myself on the Ultimate Mock Draft. But nonetheless, let's get back to Isaiah Todd. So the ringer has Isaiah Todd at 21, ESPN at 47, Athletic at 45, Bleacher Report at 49, CBS at 46, DraftNet at 26, Tankathon at 50, my big board has him at 20. The ceiling and floor for Isaiah Todd. His ceiling, his tippity-top ceiling, I think is a go-to score that can switch one through five defensively and is a all-star caliber player. Will he make an all-star team? Who knows? It's very hard, as you saw with SGA this year, but that caliber of player, this is very, very ceiling. His floor is a rotational piece that matters in the postseason because it will matter that he can shoot. It will matter that he can switch on defense. It will matter that all those intangibles. It's a matter of how much of those intangibles and those traits progress. I think that he'll be at least a very good playoff rotational piece for an NBA team. His NBA comp, if you watch this game, he his play style is that of Chris Bosh. Obviously, it's hard to project him being a Hall of Famer, but it's that of Chris Bosh that he kind of plays like, specifically the Miami Heat version of Chris Bosh. How does he fit with the Oklahoma City Thunder? Well, I think that long-term he could be a starter or at least play starter minutes because he does such great things and... He also does things that Mark loves. So, like, if you give Mark a player who can shoot, who can be versatile, who can play make a little bit, who can hopefully rebound as he progresses, as we talked about before, you give Mark a player that Mark wants, you'd imagine Mark's going to play him a ton. So, like, I think that he can have that starter minutes load on him uh, in the future. Now, for next year, he'll be a bench player. He'll probably go back and forth between the blue and the thunder, but, you know, who knows? But he'll be a bench player with minutes that are focused on developing. Now, he's one of the rare players that I think does impact this roster. Because you look at Isaiah Roby, he'll likely conflict with Roby, or at least those two players will be very redundant. And unless Roby vastly improves his three-point shooting, which I think that he could, but unless he does that, then the edge, I think, goes to Isaiah Todd whenever you look at these two pretty redundant players that have similar skill sets. Uh, you know, they have similar similar bodies, similar skill sets, um, and similar similar traits that are positive for them and negative for them. And then the coin flip of who do you keep or who do you move forward with would probably lean towards Todd with the three-point shooting. But again, Roby can also easily improve his three-point shooting. He is very comfortable shooting from beyond the arc. Uh, he got more comfortable with that later on in the season for sure. Uh, so if he can progress that, then it becomes interesting of like, can you play both of them? Can you keep both of them? Is there a spot for both of them? Because I think that they kind of have similar floors uh, in the sense of if Isaiah Todd hits his floor, that's basically Isaiah Roby. 
with a three-point shot and maybe a better defensive prowess if he's able to progress on that end with effort and with kind of bulking up a little bit. I think that the roster conflict of him and Roby would be a very interesting dynamic of like how that gets sorted out if the Thunder take Roby, and if the Thunder take Todd, I should say, the Thunder take Todd, and if Roby progresses at all. Why the Thunder should take Isaiah Todd is to me, he's a huge upside swing. He has two-way potential and an all-star potential for Isaiah Todd. But he also does not have that huge bust ability. Of course, as we mentioned before, every every player can bust. There, there's a way for every player to, to, to flame out. But the Thunder have a chance here to take a very calculated swing because you can't always go for broke. Eventually, you just need players who at least will play and at least be a, a long-term fit. And I think that Isaiah Todd, at the very bare-bones minimum, will be a long-term NBA player. But he also has that swing that Presley likes to take of being that all-star caliber player that you get for pretty cheap at 18 or maybe even the second round, you know, all those sort of things. Why the Thunder should not take him? I think that there's no reason why they shouldn't take him other than it's hard to gauge Isaiah Todd's range. So like, could you get in a spot where you're stuck, right? Where you thought he'd last to the second round, he's going to go mid-20s and early 30s, earlier than your, than your 34 pick. I think that that's kind of the reason why, and the only reason why you wouldn't take him is because you miss out and kind of misjudge his range because his range, as we saw, is all over the place. I mean, it can go in a ton of different directions. But I obviously really like Isaiah Todd. What do you think about Isaiah Todd? Let me know on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can go read my Isaiah Todd article on thundersintentions.com. So go check out that as well. We'll be back tomorrow with another draft profile. We're also going to have our big board updated. Our final big board will come out over the weekend. It'll be a, a, their biggest big board of the year and our final big board of the year. So watch out for that as well. And then again, we're staying daily every single day through the draft and into free agency. So make sure you subscribe and follow along anywhere you get your podcast from. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.